Welcome, everybody. This is For the Love of Money, where we are making you unapologetic about your pursuit of success by sharing the tools, tips, and stories of those who have already made it. My name is Chris Harder, and each week I will bring you incredible guests in order to prove that when good people make good money, they do great things. Hey everybody, welcome back to another mini episode of For the Love of Money episodes that I like to call My Two Cents. And today I'm going to address a really powerful topic, one that I get more requests on than probably anything else, and that is how do couples make financial decisions? Like, come on, how do we make this work? This is like the biggest stressor in the world out there. So I'm going to tell you exactly what you should be doing as a couple out there when it comes to your finances. Before I do, I want to remind you to all of my entrepreneurs out there, if you are anywhere between 250,000 and 1.5 million, I have the perfect mastermind for you where we are gonna teach you how to get into the multiple seven figure range year after year after year after year by finding new revenue sources for you and by putting together the best tribe of other entrepreneurs that you otherwise would not have access to. Imagine for one year, like 30 other talented entrepreneurs working on your business as much as they are their own. You can't even hire help like that. So listen, if that's you, if you are a traditional entrepreneur, and you're looking to totally up-level your game, get into the multiple seven figures, I want to take you there in 2019. Get on the waiting list because the waiting list is big and I want the best of the best in that room. I'm going to be so picky. So this is not where you get in your head and say, what if I'm not good enough? This is where you go to fortheloveofmoney.com forward slash mastermind. Check it out and apply because you have no idea what I'm looking for, right? I know how to cultivate the best room ever of personalities that'll lift each other up. It has nothing to do with your individual accomplishments so far and everything to do with what you're bringing to the table. So go to fortheloveofmoney.com forward slash mastermind, check it out, hit apply, get on the waiting list. I can't wait to talk to you about your goals. All right. How do couples make financial decisions? Ah, you like want to pull your hair out most of the time. Seriously, this is the biggest stress ever on couples financial stress. It's the number one reason for divorce, right? And it doesn't have to be that way. But because financial stress is so stressful for people, any decision, any conversation, you're already starting out with like this dark cloud hanging over you. But it doesn't have to be that way. Here's a few ground rules that will literally change the game for you as a couple. If you subscribe to these ground rules, if you actually promise to follow through with doing these, then I can promise you a much better feeling around your finances, much better results around your finances, and a much better relationship. Literally, that is a promise to you. So here we go. Number one, set your ego aside. Set your ego aside. In a relationship, no matter who pays the bills... No matter who claims responsibility for the finances on a regular basis, it's actually no one's fault where you are today. You're a team. And to blame the other person is to say that you yourself don't have any role in your financial future. And that is actually as disempowering of a thought as you could possibly have. You should both have a strong interest in your financial goals. I know of way too many stories where the husband or the wife woke up one day and the other one broke the news to them that they were totally bankrupt. 
right? That they're in extreme trouble, you know, end of the world. Listen, nobody should be waking up and discovering that. This is not your partner's fault. This is your fault for not taking ownership and interest in your finances long ago. So this is your wake-up call. This is you. That's okay if you've been putting your head in the sand up till now. This is your wake-up call to say, hey, honey, I want to be a part of this. I want to find out where my strengths can add to our finances, and I want to meet on this on a regular basis. In addition, if you are the one that handles most of your finances right now, you too need to set your ego aside. If things are going really well, it's not only because of you. It's a team effort. Even if you're the only breadwinner, it's still a team effort because you know darn well you would not be able to thrive at work the way that you are thriving without your significant other supporting you. And if the opposite is true, if you take care of the finances right now and you are in trouble and you know it, don't worry. It's not only your fault. You don't bear all the blame. So set your ego aside Stop pretending to be some great provider and tell your partner the truth about your situation. You're not protecting them by keeping it all a secret. You're disrespecting them by doing so. In addition, share your fears around your finances, both of you. It's okay to be in unfamiliar territory and it's always easier to navigate it together. That's why you guys got together in the first place in order to navigate the good and the bad together because you know you're stronger together. Well, your finances are no different. And finally, keep old stories out of it. Keep the old stories out of it. Stop repeating the same story from five or 10 or 15 years ago. It doesn't matter who came into the relationship with more debt. Or who made that stupid investment three years ago? Or who made that bad purchase five years ago? Living the past will only bring anger and depression. Living in the unknown future will only bring you unnecessary anxiety. Living in the now is the only way to have certainty over your financial situation. And certainty is empowering. So let's move on to number two. Number two is this, learn your communication styles. This is imperative. No matter how right your message is, or no matter how urgent your message is, your partner will not hear it if it's not in a way they can receive. Let me repeat this. I don't care how urgent or correct your message is. If you are not giving it to your partner in a way that they can receive it, well, then it might as well not even be given at all. This is where you need to choose to learn how your partner wants to be communicated with. When I came home from corporate America and decided to start working with Lori on her brand, this was our biggest struggle for six months. No matter how right my message was, no matter how urgent my message was, it didn't matter because the way I would present it to her would cause her to shut down. And when it comes to finances, this is the same with a lot of you. And so Lori and I had to actually stop and acknowledge it and say, all right, When I need to bring up the budget or when I need to bring up sales goals or when I need to bring up money, how would you like me to bring it up? And I mean, really explain how you would like to have it brought up. We literally practiced and role played how I should bring up the budget and when I should. We literally practiced and role played how I should bring up our finances 
or sales goals or launches and when I should. And when we ironed that out, everything else all of a sudden fell into place because I knew how she wanted to be approached on it. So now she could actually hear my message instead of shutting down. And I know this is going on in a lot of your households as well. So you must learn each other's communication styles. If you don't do this, nothing else will work going forward. Number three, have a budget. Set some goals. And these actually go hand in hand. Have a budget and set some goals. Start with setting your goals first. Make it fun. Dream together. Determine where you want to go, how you want to wake up. Mark different milestones along the way that you're going to celebrate on the way to this goal. This way, you'll also both feel enrolled in this journey together. Then next, create your budget and stick to it. Your budget is actually your roadmap to the treasure, right? It's like the treasure map in Goonies. Your budget is your roadmap to all of your goals. This too can be really empowering and can feel really good. It can, it can actually be enjoyable to have a budget, believe it or not. Even though this is the part where you might be making some tough decisions together, remember during this part, keep those egos and those past stories out of the equation. All that matters is the now and where you want to go. And by the way, if you don't know how to budget, I suggest getting Dave Ramsey's Financial Peace University and going through that together as a couple. Or if you just want the faster version, go right to uh, DaveRamsey.com and download his free budget app. Now listen, he's not a partner of mine. Um, This is not like some paid promotion or anything like that. I just really believe in the way he teaches budgeting. I don't believe in everything he teaches, but I absolutely believe in the way that he teaches budgeting and getting out of debt. He's probably the best in the business out there. So go check him out. He literally gives you the tracks for you to run on and all you have to do is fill the numbers in. So again, it doesn't have to be scary creating a budget if you don't know what you're doing. There's so many free tools out there for you. And number four, you ready for this? Schedule regular celebrations. You're like, what are you talking about, dude? Schedule regular celebrations. Notice I did not call these check-ins or meetings or financial meetings or anything unsexy like that. That's lame. Let's make our money experience together one that we look forward to. This will only bring more abundance your way. So once per month is what I'd recommend. You could do it bi-weekly if you wanted. Do not go more than once per month because when you wait too long, that's when the problems get too big. So once per month, I would schedule in, and remember this, what doesn't get scheduled won't happen in your busy lives. Once a month, I would schedule in a money date. Yes, a money date. Make it fun. Go somewhere cool. Do it in the park or by the ocean or by the lake or at your favorite restaurant. Have a cocktail if that's your thing. Like make this an enjoyable experience so that you'll actually stick to it and look forward to it once a month. The idea here is that you're going to check in together on how you're doing on your budget, how you're doing on your goals. You're going to celebrate your wins. You're going to acknowledge your mistakes, but with love. This is not blaming. And really take the time to be grateful that you have any money at all in order to manage together. Even if all you did was stick to the budget and pay your bills on time that month, celebrate that. That's progress. That's going down your way on the the map. 
And what doesn't get celebrated won't get repeated. So you must celebrate even the small wins like that. And I'm not kidding here, by the way. The better you make this experience, the better your finances will get and fast. And as a part of these money dates, make sure that you use this time to discuss any financial concerns that you have, right? This is the time to be bringing them up, not like as you're getting the kids out the door every single morning. Discuss any upcoming challenges that you see and choose to navigate through these together. As you bring these up, remember to do it in a way that your partner will receive the message, right? Because you should have practiced and addressed this already. And if you can, always save your financial concerns for this monthly date. I mean it. Get disciplined about this. Bringing it up all the time, unless it's urgent, will only continue to make your finances seem like a challenge all the time. Like they're always bleak. Like they're always hanging over you. They don't have to be brought up every single day. They don't have to be talked about all the time. Finances actually don't even change that quickly. Even if you get an unexpected bill, it usually doesn't have to be addressed immediately. Save it for the date. Guys, here's the bottom line. Money and your financial future should be exciting. No matter where you are right now, it can turn out extraordinary. Lori and I have been happy broke and we've been happy rich and it is way better being happy rich, trust me. And you too can take that exact same journey. But the reason it sometimes doesn't feel that way, if I'm being honest, is because you're always likely reacting, not being proactive. You're usually only bringing up the bad news, but ignoring the good news. Even little news like, yay, we stayed on budget this month. You're always blaming instead of being empowered to move both of you forward. And you're living in the past when all you really have is the now. So my fifth piece of advice is this. Stick to the plan. I mean it, all of it. The budget, the dates, the promises, everything. Your integrity plays a role in your financial success here. And your integrity is what's going to make you show up when it comes time to sticking to the budget and sticking to these dates and sticking to these promises. If you chose to be in a relationship, then you automatically chose to be on this financial journey together. You both have a 50-50 role here. Even if you want to, like, if you want to have a kick-ass future and a kick-ass relationship together, then you're going to have to both roll up your sleeves and take ownership of this together. But it doesn't have to be icky. It doesn't have to be sticky. It doesn't have to be nasty. It can actually be one of the best parts of your relationship. And when you do, when you get this figured out, when you stick to these five steps, your money sitch is going to rock. And when it does, you know what happens. When good people make good money, they do great things. Thanks for listening. And if you loved this episode and know of someone else who is as successful as they are generous, please pass them on to me. It would mean the world to me if you help me get this cause and this message out to as many listeners as I can. So please, if you liked what you heard, it goes a long way if you take 30 seconds and leave me a five-star review and share this with your friends. I'll be forever grateful. And until the next episode, cheers to your success.